since the dawn of time, many of the world's best thinkers have tried to understand Wikipedia. Leonardo da Vinci, Socrates, Einstein. But all have failed until now. Two great warriors have stepped forward. I am Ben Graw the Mighty. And I am Garth Remington the Kingslayer. They aren't thinkers, they're doers. And they're going to review every single page on Wikipedia. That task is impossible. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, then hot girls will want to hook up with you. We totally will. This is the Wiki Review. Hey everyone, it's Ben Graw here. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let you guys know that we've just released a new video on the YouTube channel starring Garth and myself. It's called Things You Wouldn't Want to Hear from a Doctor. And this is the seventh video that we have released on our YouTube channel. So if you check your show notes, you can find a link to the YouTube channel in there and check it all out. Or since this is a podcast, if you're listening to this in like 10 years time, we've probably got eight videos out now. Anyway, jump onto our YouTube channel, check out the video, and now onto the show with me and the other guy. God, if we had to name the episodes of the podcast, this one would be called Testicle Tears. I'm so good at sex. I've got like a giant finger, touches noses really well. That's your plan? That's my plan. (laughs) It'll totally work. Okay, Ben, it won't work. (laughs) And here is why. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, we venture into the great unknown as we discuss something that probably isn't true, but you can't prove it. Alien abduction entities. Greetings, Earthlings. We come in peace. Take me to your leader. <laughs> that sounded more like a nerd at the end, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Aliens would be nerds. If they made it all the way here in some spaceship, they'd probably be pretty dorky. I reckon they play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> probably. I was thinking about today how your sound effect when we started this podcast would just be like a simple little sound effect. Like when we did Cat, it was just like, meow. Now they've turned into like little sketches. And <laughs> Give me time. I'll make a whole yeah. new <laughs> We'll have to dedicate the first 10 minutes of the podcast to your sound effect. I see you figure out my plot. I'm slowly but surely turning this entire podcast into me just doing some little act out. <laughs> my hope is by episode 100 you just say the page and then I do something and then we give our ratings. I wonder what is the longest one you've done so far. Oh, that's gonna be hard to say because there's been a few that have gone on a bit. What was the one where you did oh, it was a recent one where you did a bunch of different things through history. Do we? Oh no, that was... I don't think we've released that. Yeah, that was time capsule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll make sense in a couple of years. Yeah, we've recorded a time capsule episode of the podcast, so you'll get to hear that in a couple of years. So all the things that are relevant now, we talked about, and we will release it when you've forgotten about all those things, and it will be nostalgic. We have made nostalgia. That's right. Our plan is to make Wiki Review the new (laughs) 8-track podcast now available on vinyl. We should do a vinyl version of this. (laughs) 
<laughs> Got to figure out how to turn it into vinyl. How long can you do on a vinyl track? Depends on the record. 40 minutes or something, isn't it? Or? People get whole symphonies on there, yeah. Because it depends on the kind of vinyl. Some are really big and they can have a lot on it. Aim like one like- of our episodes, probably too big for vinyl. We could possibly do it. Just turn it over and then you're good. <laughs> turn over now. Oh man, the B-side on this album is wicked. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd do a wiki review record. Uh, we could do it on the Wikipedia page for records. And I'd talk to Searle, DJ Searle, our friend, and see if he could mix it into something. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason I'd be interested. Do, 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 do. Hello and welcome to Wiki Do, 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 do. I'm Ben Grodd. And I'm Gareth Remington. Instant hit. We are doing the Wikipedia page for alien abduction entities. Basically just an excuse to talk about aliens. Now, I did wanted to check this with you, Ben. Yes. Have you been abducted? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, actually. <laughs> funny, yes. I bet it's hysterical. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've never actually told anyone this because I, I don't know. I, I rethink how it played out now. But too, I remember when I was like seven, uh-huh. I was laying in bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you stop giving me that look? And just, uh, I'm uh, still trying to figure out if you're trying to make up a story on the spot or if you're seriously telling me something. And I'm like, really? I just asked that like out of stupidity. And I've hit on something that you've like been scarred by and tried to block your whole life. But then finally, a whip of hope. Someone's actually asked me this might be the place yeah you think on this podcast with me next to you is the time to reveal your deepest darkest secret well that's how I usually do it <laughs> <laughs> alright please go on you're seven you're in bed well now you're just making me feel stupid with my story <laughs> Ben we're all very concerned <clears throat> for you alright sincere story this is what I remember oh for real this is actually this is real alright so I'm lying in bed and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm not looking at you I can't look at you because I'll just discourage you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not telling Garth this. I'm telling the podcast people this now. (laughs) You stop listening. (laughs) So no, I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden I see these three figures in front of me. And there's sort of these like humanoid, like gray looking things. And one of them walks up to me and says, the earth is in great danger and you are the only one who can help us, Dennis. <laughs> and I said, my name's not Dennis. And then they said something in an alien language, which I assume is a curse word, and disappeared. <laughs> all right, that got where I wanted it to go. <laughs> I mean, we're all still here, so I assume they found Dennis. Dennis, you're a good man. Because <laughs> uh, if you managed to make it to the right planet, you'd mm. feel pretty good. But then to find a person on that planet, like, come on. <laughs> we all look the same. I mean, people say different races look the same. Imagine you're a different species. Do you reckon they would get a black person and a white person mixed up though? All the time. Male, female, tall, short. They'd probably get us confused with monkeys. <laughs> They'd be at the zoo like, Earthling, we're here to help. Because they are Earthlings too. In fact, two thirds of the Earth is water. Why would they land on the land? Wouldn't they, they'd be talking to dolphins or something? Well, you'd assume if they invented stuff, they would have to live on the land on their planet. Well, not necessarily. They could have invented it in the water and it's like a giant swimming pool going through space. How do you invent stuff underwater? water. Everything underwater is pretty stupid. Probably not going to have fire, but then maybe that's why they'd be superior to us because they managed to invent it without polluting things. 
Because you're not going to have electricity either. Well, there's the electric eel. Yeah, but I don't think it's technically electric. Oh, no, they do give an electric shock, a charge. You can power a battery with an electric eel. That's true. Cool. How many would it take to run a city? A hell of a lot. <laughs> but they could have the super electric eel and they could breed them. It's space. It's huge. Have a huge tank full of them. And I mean like an Earth-sized tank, just nothing but electric eels. And I bet you can have a light bulb run around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I think land aliens are more... More fun to deal with. Yeah, uh, or more plausible. I do like them rocking up in like old-timey scuba diving <clears throat> with a huge copper helmet. And you're like, oh my god, is that an alien? And they can't take it off because it's full of water. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm checking out your land. Then they flood it so they can move in. Global warming. The aliens have arrived. Yeah, after you guys flood the planet, we're going to take it. <laughs> We've been nudging your leaders one way or the other. Who do you think gave us the idea of the industrial revolution and everything that has caused the polar ice caps to melt since. They probably planted that oil. I mean, we thought it was dinosaurs and particular Christians think it's there to test their faith. No, it was put there by aliens. This is way more plausible. To make us flood our planet so they can live here. Isn't there basically a theory that anything that humans think of was actually aliens? They built pyramids. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's no way that humans could like move rocks to form the simplest shape to build in a large construction. I know, right? It had to be aliens. Only plausible. Yeah, they're tractor beams and stuff. Oh, that'd be so good. I wish some aliens would help me build a house. I know, I'd just build anything. Imagine they'd be able to do it better. And Stonehenge, no way that humans could like move a rock and like put a rock on top of another rock to make kind of like a a door shaped thing. Yeah, aliens went through a weird rock stage. They liked rocks. I mean, they didn't rock up and say, hey, by the way, here's plasma or something. Mm -hmm. They went, oh, you got rocks? All right, we'll play rocks with you. (laughs) It's like when you go to visit your nephew or something and like they're playing Lego. So I guess we're playing Lego now. (laughs) You know? like, hey, you want to learn how to drive a car? Right, that would be inappropriate. What if aliens visited you and as a gift, they left a little rock formation in your backyard? <laughs> like that's their thing. That's their thing. They just left it. You got your own little Stonehenge there built by aliens. <laughs> but because it's my backyard, it's not like it's Stonehenge where people are like, how did he do it? They'd be like, my landlord, first off, like, Garth, it's not cool to have stone sculptures in your backyard. We're quite clear on this. It's on the lawn. You're killing the grass. I didn't put it there. Aliens put it there as a thank you for my hospitality. Just mow the fucking lawn and get rid of the stones, please. (laughs) It will come out of your bond. No, they said if we move it, they'll be offended and they might cause the end of civilization. All right, goodbye civilization. (laughs) I need that bond. How about you? Were you ever abducted by aliens? Hell no. (laughs) I lived on a farm and was frequently drunk, so I'm surprised I didn't actually. (laughs) Were any of your farm animals abducted and mutilated? Because they sometimes do that too. Because you didn't have cows, you had chickens. Did they ever mutilate chickens? I don't think aliens are that interested in chickens. Clearly they haven't tasted them. What about the sheep? We've had mutilated sheep, we've had mutilated chickens. That was aliens. Yeah, it probably was, wasn't it? It just was. Around where the farm is, my mum would find in the reserve next to us packages of bones. Kind of like someone has taken an animal and carved it apart. Apparently there's like a satanic cult that sacrifices animals and they just leave the bones somewhere. Because my mum sort of reported it to the police. They're like, I found these bones. And they were just like really blasted. like, oh yeah, that's the satanic cult. <laughs> they do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, they love them some Satan. <laughs> 
Hail Satan! <laughs> you got to respect other people's religious beliefs is what I think it comes down to. That's the ultimate sensitivity training right there. We're trying to bring on an apocalypse through letting the Dark Lord out. Well, while I respect your beliefs, there's no littering in this National Reserve. <laughs> so pick up your stuff when you're done. When you're done with your satanic cult, just, you know, dust off the little pentagram you've put on the ground. Mm. Uh, make sure you pick up all your candles and uh, bury the victim that you sacrificed. I don't know. Just <laughs> depends what's left of them. Put them in a neat little package, leave them for Garth's mum to find. <laughs> but that might have been aliens. Ah, it's all aliens. Well, that's the great thing about aliens. It's the ultimate star wipe of explanations. Aliens did it. You can't disprove that. It's like God did it, but without the faith. <laughs> Let's go right back to the core of this. Aliens. Do you believe aliens exist? I don't believe that aliens are visiting Earth. Me too. I believe somewhere out there, probably. But I think that they can't make it here because it's too far away. Everything I know about space, it's infinite, mm. which means there are infinite possibilities. There are hundreds of billions of galaxies, which means there's like probably like a couple of hundred stars. Mm. Probability states that have to be other living people somewhere or something. The idea of them getting here? Yeah, that, that's a little improbable. Yeah, because if they live like a hundred billion light years away, it takes light a hundred billion years to get here. So how the hell are they getting here? And this is the only star wipe too. that is, oh, they figured out wormholes or something. That does make it more plausible. But then I hear that wormholes are associated with black holes and the nearest black hole is millions of light years away again. So they'd rock up and be like, all right, we did it. We crossed the entire universe. We're still not near anything. When the ship turned up, if a small black hole opened up that they traveled through, we'd probably pick that up on some of our instruments. Something would go a little like haywire, wouldn't it? It might mess with my phone reception at the very least. <laughs> you got zero bugs bars or like suddenly an extra bar you know what's up because suddenly the light of the sun is being pulled into this <laughs> everyone just suddenly all tilts the same way a little bit <laughs> dude did you feel that that's <laughs> eh, probably nothing <laughs> I mean, the only way I could see aliens existing is if the government was covering it up. But uh, no one thinks that, do they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's unfounded. That's a really good idea, Ben. I mean, because they might. Governments have the kind of power to cover up something like that. Yeah, like if I saw a flying saucer, they could probably erase my memory. Exactly, with like a little beam, like some guy dressed in black. Like some men who were in black could just like push a button and delete your memory. We need to tell people. To the internet! <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing like this on there. We need to tell the people. Usually when you go down a page or even start in the intro you can sort of give a general tone of what side it sides on and it seems to talk a lot about like false memory syndrome, syndrome and deception and suggestibility <laughs> so I'm assuming it's mostly skeptical fantasy proneness <laughs> that's a thing this is going to be like David Icke where someone's written this going how stupid are people well do you know the word hypnogosia <laughs> what it's a condition where you're sort of half asleep and half awake. Like sleepwalking? Not like sleepwalking. You stay laying in bed. One of the symptoms you have from sleep is you're paralyzed. You oh, can't so move. And you sometimes hallucinate. And one thing that's common is that you will see a person in the room. And that's where if you believe in aliens, then you see aliens. If you believe in angels, you see angels. If you believe it's a demon, demons, ghosts, ghosts, same thing. But really, it's just some hallucination that's kind of vivid. I saw a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just to let you know where my mindset's at. It's kind of a common thing. It can happen to anyone if they're just overtired. It's sort of like being half asleep, half awake at the same yeah. time. So you get sleep stuff as well as awake stuff. I've sometimes had when I've been very tired, I can sometimes hear a voice say something as I'm drifting off to sleep. That's your wife telling stuck. you to stop snoring. Yeah. <laughs> ben, wake up. You're annoying me. I can't sleep. What? I was just about to go to sleep. <laughs> but no, sometimes as I'm going to sleep, I'll just hear someone go, Ben. And I'll just like open my eyes and look around. There's no one there. And it's just like, well, I'll go back to sleep. So yeah, there are a lot of people who have lifestyles where they don't sleep too much. And then they end up feeling like they're being haunted because they keep having these experiences where their body's having trouble shutting down. Answer to most things is people be crazy, <laughs> which covers a lot, it turns out. No, I think out of all the pseudoscience things, though, this is the one I would most want to be true. Well, not the abductions and the probings and stuff. We will get to why abduct later, but for starters, I'm really interested to see Betty and Barney Hill abduction. This was the first alien abduction <laughs> claim to be widely publicized. This is in 1961. Oh my God, he's black and she's white in 1961. So the aliens wanted to meet an interracial couple. And they had to wait till there was an interracial couple. You're telling me, and I am going to focus on race for this because that's the first thing I saw. You're telling me that during the 60s, an interracial couple were abducted by aliens? I think something else might have happened. Yeah, the aliens were wearing white hoods. <laughs> they left their alien symbol. It's like a lowercase t. And they set it on fire. To really emphasize the point. I think that's from the, the jets or the rockets from the ship when it took off. It set it on fire. So we don't have it around to prove it was there. Then everything went dark. As if someone had put a black hood over my head. And then when I woke up, I was in a field. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also just going to put it out there. If you're an interracial couple in the 60s, even if you are abducted by aliens, I wouldn't tell anyone. Don't draw attention to yourself in any way. Just be happy you found someone you love and want to spend the rest of your life with, knowing that maybe society isn't that cool about it. <laughs> you know, so what we got abducted, I reckon they have that conversation. The guy is black, the woman's white. So she's probably like, oh my God, we're abducted. We've got to tell everyone. Now, honey, um, just a second here. Let's not go making a fuss. No, we need to tell people. That so what we're abducted. Right? I still have to go to work tomorrow. Apparently they're at Niagara Falls in Montreal. Oh, they were French. At 10.30 p.m. So an odd shaped craft moving through the sky. And then some aliens got them. It's a long story. They were found 35 miles or 56 kilometers south of, I guess, where they were. Which is unheard of in those times. I believe them. Why would they lie? Look, if you're an interracial couple in the 60s, why would you make that up? That clearly happened. (laughs) It can't be for attention. You already get a lot of that. (laughs) The world is not ready for you yet, apparently. Although it is, I don't know, is Canada cooler about these things? I'm sure the French are a bit more okay with it because that's a bit more mixed, I guess. Good rule of thumb is Canada's generally cool about a lot more things. <laughs> so maybe there wasn't any problems. I focused on that because, you know, when you see an oddity, like something sticks out in a story and you go, wait, why is no one mentioning this part? So let's move down the page here where it talks about alleged motivations. This is where people give their idea of why the aliens abducted them. They do bizarre procedures. Memories were erased and they needed hypnosis. Doesn't really tell you much about why. Everyone has their own. Some people think they're special, so they get repeatedly abducted. Like Dennis. Apparently, the world was going to end if they didn't pro 
probe him up the butt. If you were a chosen one, like some alien landed and said, Garth, you are the chosen one. Do you think that's a good thing or do you just think that the world is completely fucked now? Both. Oh, that's good. I mean, everyone else is completely screwed. If it comes down to me, there is no way anyone gets out of this alive. But hey, sucks to be anyone but me right now. Everything's coming up Garth. I could live like that. What if they said, we'll give you superpowers if you promise not to turn evil? <laughs> well, I can't turn evil if I'm already evil, right? <laughs> Technicality. <laughs> uh, give me laser vision. Yeah, if I had laser vision, everything I wanted would just be mine. <laughs> Do you reckon you could uphold humanity if aliens bestowed upon you as the chosen one? Probably not. I would think that the world would be fucked. But I would survive, so that'd be cool. As long as the aliens give me enough whatever to survive whatever's going to happen, I'd probably go back to sleep. <laughs> I'll right. save the world tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Eh. Hey, tomorrow never dies. Watch James Bond. You'll get why that's funny. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I just wake up in the middle of space with chunks of earth floating around me and I'm like, what happened? Oh man, I bet my TV doesn't work now. Oh, my alarm didn't go off again. I'm going to be swimming in space for a long time. <laughs> I know I'm running out of oxygen. I won't be able to talk to myself anymore. <laughs> And away you go. But I got superpowers, so I'm still alive. I just can't breathe. That's You just can't breathe, but you're still fine. Can you're I like, fly in space? Well, no, that's not how space works. How does flying work? You Superman need... can fly in space. Ah, the superpower loophole. Of course you can fly in space. In fact, you can teleport. So just go wherever the hell you want. Cool, I teleport. Oh, wait, where else do you go if the Earth's blown up? See, that's the next problem. <laughs> do you just try and follow the aliens home and hope that their planet's cool? Or do you kind of like teleport around, hoping that eventually you'll find something? <laughs> We're talking about infinite space. There is nothing but endlessness. The chances of you landing anywhere near anything that you'd want to live on, it's impossible. Because what if you saw a planet and you went to land on it and then you realized it was a gas planet? Well, then you just land in some gas. You can't die. It'd just, be very hot. And you'd be disappointed. Although after being in space, it'd be nice to you land near a sun. You're like, oh, this is pretty all right. I was really cold before. But then you'd be like way too hot. Yeah, well, it's like, you know when you have the faucets with one cold, one hot, you have to switch. You switch it up <clears> so that it's all good. <laughs> you have a chunk of earth that you hide behind to cool down. <laughs> I kept part of my lawn. My bedroom door. <laughs> I'm surfing through space on it. I'd still bring my pillow. If I had my pillow, I'd be fine. If the entire earth blew up and my pillow was still intact, I would be like, what the hell? <laughs> it was under your head. That's the only way it survived. In fact, the only thing that survived is a part of your mattress that shaped exactly like <laughs> your body. <laughs> Whatever happened, you were the only shield? Like, surely it would have woken me up. <laughs> I'm a pretty dead sleeper. Once I'm out, I'm out. Cuts back to footage of me being shook by Ali. <laughs> wake up! You need to save us! Then I wake up. What happened? Why didn't somebody tell me? They said there's a difference between the Nordic type, which are more benevolent than the Greys. So Nordics are better than Greys. Aren't Nordics like People? Thor? Ah, oh, yes they are. Like, is Asgard really a place? I'm guessing so. I thought that when Marvel did that, whole Loki Thor thing that was just like a rip off of Viking mythology turns out it's all based on a real planet so the Nordics who are from Asgard where are the greys from? Uh, Greydom it's a very neutral place <laughs> <laughs> they do have the types of aliens this is interesting because I do like that a lot of people have similar alien types that they say that they've seen. seen seen and they have number of reports oh my god 51 reports saying they saw short grey aliens the short humanoid the short humanoids so the short grey aliens so if I click on it, why isn't there a picture? Well, this one on the book. Well, they are the traditional gray ones. 
just short. <laughs> There's one next to a man. And the man has a penis. The alien doesn't. How do they reproduce? Maybe that's a female. Don't be sexist. <laughs> why would they stand a male next to a female alien? That maybe I think the I know top. why. <laughs> Are they a couple? That's the ultimate interracial couple. That is the, <laughs> the interspecies. Okay, we've seen this on Star Trek and that wherever William Shatner went as Captain Kirk, he did it with an alien. That is interspecies. That's bestiality. But if they're kind of human shaped, does that make it okay? Like if they have free will and are aware <clears throat> of it, are we good? I assume so. But what if the vagina's on the knees? Then you get knee in the crutch. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Just work with it. I like that idea. Hey, baby, how about we do some interspecies? Yeah, you like that? Just knees him repetitively in the crutch. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was good for me as it was for you. Well, wouldn't the woman of that species be kneeing you in the knee? Because that's where she'd think your crutch is. No, in their species, the male's penis is the nose. <laughs> so it's the knee to the face. They don't have lots of kids. See, that'd be weird if you had, like, your penis on your nose and girls had their vaginas on their knees. Sex would be completely different. It would. Because they would sort of end up with your crutch in their face, but you'd be like a Ken doll. Where would the testicles be? Would they just be from the chin? Probably. Little bulge hanging. Possibly under the eyes, like you're really tired. <laughs> so it'd be good to have bags under your eyes? Well, you wouldn't want them to get too swollen. Would it be a testicle under each eye? Well, yeah, we'd or... like to be symmetrical. <laughs> Although one would be a little higher than the other. So it would look like you're crying testicles. Yes! <laughs> uh, crocodile tears. Testicle tears. <laughs> God, if we had to name the episodes of the podcast, this one would be called Testicle Tears. <laughs> we name it after the Wikipedia pages for one of those podcasts that's all the different names. Yeah. Testicle Alien tears. abduction entities, a.k.a. testicle tears. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so short humanoids. The next <clears> one is the tall or average human height humanoids called tall grey aliens. Why are they always grey? Maybe it was that interracial couple because when you get black and white together, it makes grey. Well, back to the grey aliens again. Okay, so that's the short guy with the tall guy. Uh, let's just Google images. <laughs> tall grey aliens. They look kind of tall and kind of like Jack Skellington. They don't like noses. I get the feeling that wherever they're from, it smells bad. <laughs> so farting's not a problem for them. That one's got a little nose. Nose is pretty important to the human being. Smell is something that doesn't get the credit it deserves, but it's very important to a lot of things we do, whereas most of them are just little slits. Out of all our senses, though, smell is probably the least strong. Like, it's the least important. You could deal without it easier than you could any of the others. Taste. They're kind of the same thing. They're the same family. Like, they're done by the same thing. Smell and taste are both done by the taste buds. Sight and hearing you definitely need. Oh, absolutely. They're your top ones, followed by uh, touch. Oh, no, I think I would rather be blind or deaf than lose the ability to touch. One or the other. If I can see things, I can avoid them, but I won't feel them when they bump me. But if I'm blind, I need to be able to feel. But could you imagine not being able to feel anything? Yeah, I've been numb before. <laughs> but that would be frustrating. It would be Sex would be out. Well... Eating would be hard, because you'd have to actually look at what you're doing. That's true. Is there something in my mouth or not? I don't know. Is you there could, people... like, break your foot and not even know. That I'd kind of be okay with. Do you know how many times I knock my shin on, the, like, the coffee table? <laughs> and, like, that's the exact moment when you're like, why do I feel? <laughs> I mean, sure, there'd be downsides, like, choking on food, because you don't realise that you haven't swallowed it or whatever. But, you know, the coffee table thing's really annoying. Yeah, there was a disease with it. I'm trying to remember it. It was in a house episode I saw. Then it must be true. Of course, that show's completely factual. <laughs> it's an English guy pretending to be an American butthole. <laughs> but he does it so well. Yeah, Maybe like... he was just pretending to be English before. <laughs> he is a really smart doctor, so he must be very capable of doing things like that. Oh, I've been told we need to do a correction on one of our previous episodes. What? No, I stand by every <laughs> stupid thing we've ever said. In the stereotypes of animals, we said that koalas have syphilis. It's chlamydia, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We said syphilis. Well, I think they have several sexual diseases, to be honest. <laughs> You're just doubling down. Yeah, hell. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm not backing down on it. They probably all have syphilis too. Well, Fact. We said syphilis 
and they say chlamydia. But how did I get syphilis if the koala didn't have syphilis is my question to you. That's a good point. Yeah, at least one koala has syphilis. (laughs) Maybe I gave it to the koala. The point is... (laughs) There definitely is one that has one. Either way. Um, And it's a very sexy looking koala. I'm sure that it's spread its seed around. It's only a small koala community. I'm sure they're all rife with syphilis by now. Wait, backtrack. So someone listened to our episode and they're like, no, dude, (laughs) this is a problem. No, it's not syphilis. It's chlamydia. Yeah. And of all the things that we say that are completely wrong. Yeah. That was the one that got to them. That's where you draw the line. (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) Hey, you got to draw the line somewhere. That's right. Syphilis. (laughs) I draw the line at syphilis. (laughs) Just past chlamydia. So, yes, if you were worried about getting syphilis from a koala, in fact, it's chlamydia. Though Garth gave them all syphilis now, so you'll you'll get both. Just how I roll. Do you reckon aliens have diseases? They'd have to, right? Well, they would. Wasn't that what War at the Worlds was about? They all died because... No, they all died because they didn't have diseases. Yeah, but that was just a retake of any time any white person's gone to any foreign land ever. Usually the white person brought the diseases that wiped people out. So shouldn't aliens bring diseases to us that wipe us out? That's a really good point. You look at globalization... The Europeans went around and colonized everyone. Not once did white people go, oh my God, we got really sick from what they're used to. It was all the other way around. I guess we're just the dirtiest, grossest race. And yeah, aliens totally would be more hardcore. They'd have like something which would like turn your sack inside out or something. Because what if we had aliens that landed and they were peaceful, but they brought their version of the rat with them by accident? Oh, and it just annihilated everything in the wild and thrived here, like super gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine every disease and put the word super in front of it. That's what they brought. Imagine they have a sexually transmitted disease that makes your penis explode. When? <laughs> like as soon as you stick it in, during, a day after, or like is that how you climax? Like, oh my God, I've never had alien vagina before. This is amazing. There's like all kinds of things going on. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> What if you're laying in bed and an alien came in, walked up, touched you on the nose and said, we just had sex. And you're now pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And it was gone. Wow. That was quick. What are you implying? (laughs) I barely felt anything. My finger's quite big. Don't you think? I reckon aliens would be the same with that. Doesn't matter how you have sex. They'd be like, no, I'm like really good at it. I'm so good at sex. I've got like a giant finger, touches noses really well. I don't know. Well, it's one of the things that everyone thinks they're good at, but probably in actual fact very few people are yeah. it's the same as like driving a car yes many people think they can drive a car well everyone around them in traffic knows they can't and how smart and funny people think they are they're probably way less smart and way less funny than they think they are yeah I'm living proof I remember it was in a previous episode there was something you said that I liked where just the one yeah, yeah just the right. one <laughs> Yeah, you got to get one in 40 something. Fair enough. I think it was the Batman one where I gave you a riddle and you hit a point where you just gave up and you're just like, oh, I'm probably not going to get this. And I like to think that I'm clever, but I'm really not. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think it. I have nothing to base that on. But don't you like to think you're clever? And I think that that is most of humanity where everyone likes to think that they're clever, but when tested, it doesn't work. Yeah, no. Hey, I'm not book smart or street smart, but something. (laughs) 
like people who don't believe in IQ tests. <laughs> yeah, they're culturally biased. Garth, you're white. You speak <laughs> English. Yeah, I didn't say it was biased against me. I'm just saying they are culturally biased, so it discredits the rating. So it doesn't matter I get a low score, even though it's designed to help me. So it's in my advantage. So now if I take it that says I'm stupid, I'm really stupid. Exactly. Imagine if I was black, I'd be retarded. <laughs> Uh, by African-American standards, you need to take the short bus. So the first three here, they got the short humanoid, average humanoid, and tall humanoid. And the tall humanoid is the same as the average, but taller. So they're all just tall gray things. And it goes like 51 reports of short, 25 average, 23 tall. So could you describe the alien? What was he like? You know, seven foot, five foot, three foot. <laughs> nah, yes. So there are a lot more short ones. Maybe they're just kids. It reminds me of the three bears. You have the daddy one, the mummy one, and the baby one. Because <laughs> the little one was just right. Though I would probably rather see short aliens than tall aliens. They managed to make it across the universe. They're that smart. But if I could beat them in a fist fight, I'm a little okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they did a little raid that paralyzed me and then a bunch of gray midgets came up and ran around me. Might freak me out a little. Maybe some regular sized people. Not the tall ones, though. They would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, no, they same size. Then we're on the same level. <laughs> I feel like we're in a fair situation here. But yeah, a bunch of little dudes come out nee, 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 and run around you. Like, first off, there's a good chance I'd burst out laughing. <laughs> Interplanetary politics out the window. Society ruined by my inability to not laugh at midgets. So would you like it if they took you to live on an alien planet or would you rather come back to Earth? They have all cool futuristic stuff there. Yeah, but I'd be the only person, right? You're, like, I can't take you're Ali with me. No. Oh. You can't take anyone. And you can't come back? No. One-way ticket. One-way ticket. You have no idea what it's like you just know that they've got cool inventions and they have sex with the knee <laughs> that's all you've got to go on and you can have all the knee pussy you want <laughs> chicks will be lining up to crutch near you <laughs> you're gonna get some leg tonight boy she'll let me hit both caps for me, it would depend if the food was good. Yeah, because what would they feed you? Like, would they bring human stuff? You get back to their planet and they're like, well, we've got this crate of Mars bars for you to live on. We're told humans eat those. Uh, I might need something a little meatier. We eat plasma. I keep saying plasma because that sounds alien-like. They could be silicon-based, so they uh. eat super glue. We can put some super glue on it. No, no. Could you abduct a Macca's for me? <laughs> Just the kitchen, at least. There's got to be some silicone and whatever they make. I know it's not real food, but I'll eat it. Yeah, when they mutilate cows, that's just them trying to make me hamburgers. <laughs> what happens to these mutilated animals? They're trying to feed Ben. Leave him alone. <laughs> Go take some of Garth's chickens. <laughs> Alright, this is where it gets interesting though. Oh, we saw aliens. What do they look like? Kind of like people. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, that's not suspicious. I've never heard this before. Neither have I. I've been looking forward to going down to this one. Mummy-like. What does that even mean? Because it actually says resembling reanimated mummies of horror movies. There's been five reports of this. Is that like the same person five times? or five different people. There's nothing to go into about this. They don't tell us any more about it. <laughs> you can't leave us hanging on mummy-like drop mic. You hear this noise in the backyard and then you see a light and then there's a mummy and it's like, I am an alien. No. No, you're from Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> you're Egyptian. Sphinx and that, bro. Are you dead? No, no, no. I'm still alive. I'm just... I'm an alien. Why are you wrapped in bandages? They say mummy-like mm. reanimated corpse kind of thing. We assume they'd be bandages. Well, why say mummies? I'd always say zombie. Maybe... <clears throat> Mummies are considered smarter. Mummy mm. alien. I don't know. They don't even have pictures. Alien mummies, but not yeah. mummy aliens. They've been mummified. There's it's a just thing, a disfigured though. skeleton. Yeah, that's the one where it's a really old skeleton. So they're small people and the people used to wrap the thing around their head so that they'd have a weird shaped head. What happens if I just type types of aliens? 
He knows what you want now. Let's notice a pattern. Oh, it's a Draco. We've got some oh, a Draco, a reptilian gray, a reptoid, ah. a Chewbacca. Oh, sorry, Chewbacabra. A Chewbacabra. Which is the Mexican Bigfoot. And a gray, which is in the insect family. What? Oh, by the way, gray aliens are insects. No, they're not. They're aliens. They're from a completely different genome. Wait, the reptoid. Is that David Icke's thing? I think it is. It's like Killer Croc. <laughs> anyone keeping track at home? But they take human form, don't they? Yes. So we don't know that they're reptiles. Oh, and they have the reptilian gray, which Ooh. is a mix between the gray and the reptilian. So they fuck. They, yeah, they get it on. I, and I, does the gray also fuck the Draco and that's how you end up with the Chupacabra? It's just like some fucked up offspring? Seems like it. They're all doing some weird stuff. I love that we're trying to make <clears> sense <throat> out of something that is just some idiot's drawing. This whole thing is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Being visited by a Draco alien would be kind of cool. Okay, so for those of you who haven't taken the time to look this up, in the serpent family of aliens, there's a thing called a Draco that looks like a reptile with wings. I'm just saying, you're asleep. This giant light appears and out of it steps that giant crocodile with wings thing. Your first thought is, it must be an alien. <laughs> no, that didn't come from another planet. That's like a monster. That's like a mini Godzilla. That's something that came out of a swamp. Everyone knows that aliens look like mummies. That's right. What are you, stupid? I don't see any bandages. Or they're gray or fucked something gray. <laughs> yeah, a couple species mm. removed. Maybe that's how you get the reptoid and the reptilian gray is that aliens who are gray came down here and then had sex with a crocodile because they've been around for a long time. Sooner or later, of all the creatures that are alive today that could have sex with something the size of a gray alien, crocodile had the most opportunity. And they're adventurous. Clearly, they came across the universe to check out some crappy planet, aka Earth. Well, they're always doing weird sexual stuff with people. So if you're laying down on the operating table and an alien comes up and just starts jerking you off and they're just like, look, we you just want a sperm sample. Well, can I do it? <laughs> no. No, it's very important that we milk you. And they do refer to it as milk. <laughs> like, it's very clinical. At no time are they trying to do anything like weird sexual. They're trying to procure your semen. The same way that a scientist would get frog semen or whatever. <laughs> it's not some weird fetish thing. This is for science. And you're like, look, I'll just bust one out for you. No, no, no. It's procedure. <laughs> do you let them do it, Ben? I mean, it is an interesting story. <laughs> When you're in a bar and everyone's talking about people they've hooked up with and like, did I ever tell you the time I got jerked off by an alien? <laughs> Was it a girl? Not sure. Don't look the same. I don't think they had genders. Although I think this is by far, without a doubt, the worst excuse you've come up with. Your wife's not going to believe you, dude. <laughs> yes, Ben, it was an alien that did it. It's not cheating if it's in outer space. <laughs> it was one of the short greys too, so they had to get out like a little stepping stool. <laughs> Fortunately, it was a short grey, so his little hand made <laughs> My Wang look huge. <laughs> They're all very impressed by it. <laughs> I was going to ask for oral, but then I couldn't really see a mouth. And they don't speak. They do it telepathically. Although they were very encouraging. In my head, I could hear them. You're doing good. Almost there. Yeah, you're a big boy, aren't you? Weird, because it was inside my head. It's the weird thing I've always found with grey aliens is they sometimes have no mouth. They sometimes have a small mouth. Same with the nose. They sometimes have no mm. nose. They sometimes have a small one. But they also have no genitals or anus. So how are they eating? And if you don't eat, you don't poop. If you don't poop, you die. Well, I wonder how the ones with no nose, no mouths, 
no ears, no genitals, no anus. There's like no opening to them. Yeah, they're just completely closed in. What are they eating? How are they surviving? How are they fucking? How are they reproducing? Yeah. I'm highly suspicious of their fingers now. Yeah, if you don't have a penis, any way you reproduce isn't fun. Maybe they reproduce like salmon. That's why they come here. They swim upstream in space to like release it out for then like eggs to be laid on or something. I don't know. (laughs) But also like we say, oh, they have no genitals or anus, but maybe they're wearing like a onesie. Hmm. We just assume it's their skin. Why are they naked? They're in space. You mean to tell me you figured out how to cross pan dimensions, but you couldn't figure out boxer shorts? (laughs) Maybe that's why they made it across space. They weren't concerned with underwear. We were still trying to perfect the concept of jockey shorts and they were like figuring out wormholes. Do you think the mummy ones are like the Muslim version of aliens? That's what you go for here. Well, they helped build the pyramids and shit. So maybe some of that culture was influenced by those ones. Yeah, that's true. They must love cats. Maybe cats were their version of rats. An alien rat would eat out rats. They were trying to help us from the plague. They knew it was coming in a couple of thousand years after they dropped off the pyramids. Makes a lot of sense. You're starting to convince me here. So all cats are aliens. That makes more sense than it doesn't. (laughs) I know, right? Try and disprove it. The more you think about it, it's like a rabbit hole. I'm just being led down here. It's just like saying I got abducted by old people. But no, it must have been aliens. So that sounds like the easiest alien costume to get. Because I could make myself look like a mummy and pretend to be an alien. All right, I know what we're doing this afternoon. We can fool at least five people. <laughs> hey, it's happened before. <laughs> we just have to find where these people are. They're back! Oh my God! <laughs> Toilet paper. Have you seen the next one with the miscellaneous humanoids? It includes reptoids and hairy dwarfs. Up until now, all aliens have been hairless. And I'm sure you're all sitting there going, why don't aliens have hair? Makes perfect sense. We have hair. Every mammal has has hair. Why not? Now, if you Google hairy dwarves, I'm pretty sure some kind of porn's gonna come up. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a safe search item. Why did they put reptoids and hairy dwarfs together? It's... Because there's 33. Yeah, and I want to know how you break that up. How many people saw reptiles? And how many people were abducted by hairy dwarves? Because I want to know if more people see hairy dwarfs than mummies. That's kind of weird. And I want to mm. know what a hairy dwarf alien looks like. I suppose it would look like a hairy dwarf. Here we go. The next one, though, is the most reported. 52 reports of More than the greys. Yeah, 52. More than what we think of the stereotypical. No, it turns out, by report, the most stereotypical is the human-like, which includes Nordics, also known as Orions. Do you reckon they live in the Orion system, then? They must. They're like Swedish people on Orion's belt. And you got possibly the Anunnaki. I've heard that before. What is that? Uh, They live on Nibiru. Wait, is this a Star Wars thing? No. You're thinking of Naboo. Ah. Nibiru is a mythical planet X that's on the same orbit as Earth, but it's got a wide orbit. And on there live aliens called the Anunnaki. Is this David Icke? Nah, this is some other crazy person. And you see, the Anunnaki, they're going to destroy our planet because if they don't destroy our planet, then their planet will collide with ours and we'll all die. So they're going to destroy our planet to save their own. So we need to destroy their planet. All right, everyone, let's band up. Anunnaki. I didn't know it, but apparently they're our number one enemy. Last time I read about it, it said that they were due to crash into us in 2012. Oh yeah, so like the Mayans <laughs> predicted that. Yeah, it was one of the Mayan prediction things. Oh, 
Oh, that makes sense. How's that happening for him? <laughs> it hasn't crashed yet, but any minute now. The Mayan calendar was all the rage at the end of 2010. And they got a couple of extra years past their prediction. Because people said, oh, yeah, the calendar. Like, there was some, like, you know, leverage given. There was some leeway given. No one talks about that anymore, do they? It's like Y2K. <laughs> Everyone comes up with this thing that we're all certain means the end of society and life as we know it. Then it doesn't happen. And everyone just goes home and shuts up about it. It was weird when I was talking to people about it two years out and going like the world's going to end on this date and like it could happen you don't know but then when it came down to two weeks out I'm like do you still think the world's going to end on this date and they're like oh probably not in the next two weeks it seems too soon for the world to end that's a lot to happen <laughs> yeah it seems like there need to be a bit more action right now for that to happen <laughs> what if they said world's going to end tomorrow there's going to be no Tuesday that's kind of weird well it's not my favourite day but <laughs> I don't see how you could stop Tuesday from coming it seems pretty inevitable have you seen a doomsday device I've seen the movies some evil genius right now should be on every television screen telling us to look at some rocket in the sky or something I see none of that no Mm. volcanoes are erupting what it's just some click and gone thing no things need time to like turn on and no one's constructed anything were you hired as a foreman on this I don't know any subcontractors (laughs) death machine but then the next day you just see a nuclear missile like flying ready to crash where you're standing probably should have googled it just because I didn't see it doesn't mean somewhere in the world and I Ironically, you go back to the Cold War, they could have actually blown up the entire world in one go. They had everything ready. There were two people on the planet, each with the button, both equally capable of destroying the entire existence. It was more than that, because you had people who were in submarines with nuclear missiles waiting for the order. And the rules were if you launch one, they all get launched or something. Like everyone yeah. just does, oh, that one's being launched, we better launch two. And then the other one launches, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, two countries had enough nuclear missiles to blow up the entire planet several times over. And there was all these people just sitting around. Didn't happen! Well, even if they all blew each other up, we'd still be fucked. Earth ends. The whole place blows up. It was already built. <laughs> they were stationed. They had silos. They had torpedo tubes or whatever the hell the submarines did. They had people stationed at them. They had procedures and stuff. Someone wrote the procedure of how to launch a nuclear missile to end life as we know it. We put a self-destruct button on the Earth. And we had several self-destruct buttons just all around the place just in case someone, like, sneezed and hit it or something. We had plenty of crap to destroy everything. Didn't happen! You think the fact that two lines of computer code was gonna break things down? You think the fact that some extinct race predicted the end now? (laughs) You think that the Anunnaki, if they haven't done it already, I'm sorry, they've had plenty of time to get this done. Well, they're waiting till it gets close. I mean, they tried to start the nuclear war, it didn't happen. (laughs) They need to do it close. I've seen Armageddon, you need to blow it up way before you get too close, otherwise it won't break up enough. Yeah, but you can also do it pretty last minute like they did in that movie. Because you could see the Earth from the asteroid. That's true, that's true. So I wonder if the Nordics will help protect us from the Anunnaki. I imagine so. <clears throat> from what I know of Nordics, they're lovely people. They have a superior education. They're taller. They're generally better looking than all of us. I think maybe Scandinavians are aliens. Just by comparison to the rest of the world. It's Nordic aliens. Well, 52 people have seen it. It just looks like some blonde dude. They're just blonde people. Like a young Gandalf. Some of those are just photos of celebrities. Look at hers. Her eyes are like further apart than normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I think not- she just has Down syndrome. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's closer together, isn't it? And that one's anorexic mm-hmm. or something. This does bring up a good point because every single alien sighting, it's just kind of describing someone who's a little off. 
<laughs> or possibly a different race. Have like, you met Nordic people? They are a bit weird. They are. They talk a little different. Uh-huh. Swedish chef, alien. Total alien. Ever seen what he cooks? Mm. Crazy. You can't eat that. His meatballs talk. <laughs> That's true. When you hear short humanoid, I reckon a lot of people, like, maybe they haven't met people from Southeast Asia before. They were hairless and little, and they spoke in a language I didn't understand, and there was a lot of them. Yeah, they're called Thai. What's your problem? Thai fighters, <coughs> Star Wars. Uh-huh. It's all making sense now. I was just thinking, though, if the short grey aliens got together and they abducted you and I, then they would be winning. Because they're only two behind the Nordics. Because Nordics have 52, they have 51. So they could get up to 53 if they abduct us. Now, the question is, are they trying to beat the others? Or is the idea to get away with it? Like, technically, the mummies are winning from the point of view of, like, stealth. We went and we hijacked a whole bunch of humans, as many as everyone else. Only five reports. These Nordics, idiots, man. They come all the way from Orion's belt and they just, like... Hello, we're here, we're aliens. Have some class. They're clearly the stupid aliens or the most vain. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the point in abducting humans and probing them if they don't know you did it? <laughs> I expect news reports. I want my face in the tabloids, right next to Lindsay Lohan. Uh, they just have better publicists. <laughs> they have an agent. You're not going to make it in the alien business. You're too short, you're too hairless. No, if I got abducted by Nordic aliens, I would just report that to the police. Yeah, some Nordic guy abducted me and brought me into this weird room and then they shoved this weird beeping thing up my ass. Exactly. That's They said they got their daughter and then I woke up in my bed. I think that's the best way <laughs> if you're abducted by aliens, call the police and treat it like people did it. <laughs> Describe everything perfectly. Like, yeah, it was a bunch of guys no hair. I didn't see a mouth on any of them. I think they were all naked but I didn't see genitalia. Describe it to a T what you saw but at no point imply there are aliens. People might take you seriously. <laughs> at least get your wallet back which that's what I'd be the most freaked out about is like imagine aliens abduct you and like you accidentally leave your phone in there (laughs) you're not getting that phone back yeah if you call it it's probably not ringing (laughs) no cell reception on their planet no we haven't got a tower up on the Anunnaki's world yet not yet but as it gets closer to earth that's true in the last final moments before collision (laughs) we'll find your phone that's how we know that we're screwed just keep (laughs) dialing randomly that number until one day oh my god it's ringing oh we're screwed (laughs) just have one of those find my phone apps <laughs> and it's like tracking the planet as it's like getting closer and closer to Earth. <laughs> says it's just beyond the moon <laughs> and we just got like find my friends open <laughs> <laughs> I can actually hear it ringing. I think we're really screwed now. That's like T minus 10. My hope is that when the collision happens, I'm going to jump off our planet and land on theirs. That's your plan? That's my plan. (laughs) It'll totally work. Okay, Ben, it won't work. (laughs) And here is why. Okay, so two giant objects are colliding. Yes. You think it matters which planet you're on at this point? And if you're in any position to jump from one to the other, you're going to get squished. My biggest fear before that was that I would land on my head. (laughs) Because you jump and the gravity would switch. So I'd only have to jump half as high and then I'm falling. The only way to deal with this, you need a ramp. You need a really good rocket-powered motorcycle. When that alien planet comes, you take off that ramp. You do like a flip in the air, land on their planet, then you just ride to glory. What if the planets didn't actually touch, though? What if they just got really close? Then could I jump? Oh, absolutely. But you got to be careful you don't get caught in the (coughs) mid-gravity, where, like, you're pulled from both or neither. And... You sort of like, I'm going to make it. Oh no, I'm going to die. <laughs> that doesn't end well. Like the atmospheres would have to touch. Cause like how high can you jump? Like half a meter? Probably not even that. I guess climb a tree to do it. I've got a trampoline. Are. Now you're thinking. <laughs> the Anunnaki's planet's coming right for humanity.
humanity. Trampoline sales have gone incredibly <laughs> high. I don't know if I'd want to be on their planet. I like the idea that people would jump to the other planet because mm. then I'd have more of Earth. <laughs> That'd fix a lot of the problems that I have. But I wouldn't want to start anew on a planet that's already established by beings that I don't really know or care about. You think it's bad going to like a dinner party and you have to like make polite conversation. Imagine it's like a whole alien race. You don't give a crap to start with, <clears throat> but you're going to have to spend the rest of your life like, oh really? Oh, so you discovered this. Why do I care? <laughs> do you have cupcakes? Then shut up. Your species sucks. You haven't invented frosting. I wonder what alien entertainment is like. Is it like cabaret? Do they have a version of TV that I can watch? Would it be good to watch? Or would their sense of humor be very different to ours? Yeah, the sitcoms would be totally unrelatable. <laughs> I'd only enjoy it if I got to watch it with an Anunnaki. I think I'd have to be in a share flat. I assume they'd have share flats. And you sit <clears> on the couch next to your Anunnaki mate and we watch their version of Friends. <laughs> and he's like, Haha, you see, because we're always putting our bibble blops next to our anises. And you're like, what? <clears throat> oh, I get it. Yeah, I get the... Oh. Ads would be awesome though. Yeah, see what products they're pushing. How about this for an alien sitcom though? If you had a couple and the problem was in their species, they changed gender and they could never line up. Ooh. They were always both men or both women and they wanted to have a kid so they were trying to line up. And it would be called Gay Against Their Will or something like that. <laughs> Out of Sync. There you go. It's about hermaphrodite aliens that just can't sync up. Out of Sync, coming soon to Channel 7. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> so you could sit on an alien planet and watch Out of Sync all night. That'd be all right. And some weird alien ads. They're world's wildest. Like, finally, some YouTube clips I haven't seen. <clears throat> I would like to see alien traffic stops. Do you know how fast you're going in your spaceship? Oh, come on, man. I'm going to be late for work. I assume they have these same problems. You're watching, like, fail videos going, like, so is he dead? Like... <laughs> How much can you guys survive? Are they way more agile than us? So like their fail video is like, oh, he tripped on a step a little bit. <laughs> Did you see that? He didn't have complete balance all 100% of the time. <laughs> if he had actually fallen over, he would have died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're made of glass or something. To them, fail videos are like, oh my God, I leaned too far back on my chair. Now, that's a death sentence where we're from. We're from the crystal world. <laughs> and then they have non-human, which I thought was pretty much all aliens. Yeah, because non-human is described as monster. Unlike reptoids or tall aliens or mummies or Nordics. Monstrous. So it's just a flat out monster. This goes back to describing this to the police. Okay, so what did the aliens look like, sir? You ever see that movie dot dot dot? It doesn't matter what you say after that. Monsters Inc. <laughs> you the Billy the one? Crystal one, the green one, Mike, I think his name is. He kind of looks like an alien to me. He really does. I don't know if that have the horns. I question why he has horns. Because he's a monster. I know. I know he's a monster. It's scarier. That is true. That does Doesn't the other one have horns as well? Yeah, but he's not a scare monster. He's like an admin monster. Maybe they're for putting like invoices and stuff on. Like, you know, those things that people have in offices, the spikes. Maybe he keeps receipts on them and stuff. <laughs> one for expenses, one for income. Yeah, anyone in administration who wears horns makes sense. That does. It does absolutely now. Satan. <laughs> I'm sorry. All of hell is just like one big phone company. Satan was definitely an accountant. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> he keeps track of things like that. You'd need an accountant <clears throat> in hell. I mean, think mm. of how many souls they get. Heaven, it just kind of learn everyone's name. It's like a small town. Not many people getting in there. Like, oh, look, here's a new guy. His name's Gary. Gary, meet everyone. And you just go forward and just be like a big, you know, polite party. Whereas hell, it's like, oh my God, seven billion more just rocked up. <laughs> what are we going to do? Everyone keep tabs on this. We need those docket things. Do you have a Z report? <laughs> 
Maya would not cover that. So more people have seen monstrous aliens than have seen mummy aliens. Which the mummy aliens are the weird ones to me. I've never heard of that before. And they're describing it from a horror movie. Yeah, anything where you say it looked like it did in a movie, no one will ever believe you, even if it's true. (laughs) Right there, that's your thing. If you ever want to report to someone, I saw an alien or anything that was kind of like in a movie, stop. Think about what was happening and how recently you'd seen that movie. If someone says I was in the Matrix, What did you watch last night on TV? Matrix 2. I fell asleep watching it. But when I woke up, I'd been in the Matrix, is my point. That's how you Mm. get in the Matrix from watching the movie, you idiot. Yeah, but then they write it off as like, but I kind of got the feeling to watch it. Like, I haven't watched that movie in years. But that (laughs) night, I just had this sudden urge to watch that movie. It's like the universe was trying to tell me something, Garth. They're trying to tell me something. I get that urge to watch the Matrix all the time. I've seen it a million times. But I do get this urge. Ali and I will be sitting there like, well, we've watched everything we recorded. Uh, How about we put on the Matrix? Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Clearly, it's trying to call me. I could be Neo. (gasps) I've always wanted to be Keanu Reeves. Not from The Matrix, from Bill and Ted. See, I could watch The Matrix 1 again, but 2 and 3, eh. Maybe 2, but definitely not 3. I agree. Matrix 1, great. But once I've seen it, I want the party to keep going and I need (laughs) completion. And if you do start watching 2, you have to watch till the end of 3. There's no point in watching Matrix 2 unless you've already seen 1 right before it and you know you're going to watch 3 afterwards. But 3 is too much in Zion. It's stupid. I think 2 stupid why are there albino ghosts with dreadlocks because it looked good in the trailer yeah no it didn't that was the stupid one because they were ghosts (laughs) that's why they were albino yeah albinos are ghosts i'm pretty sure that's how that works they are creepy definitely definitely creepy and they like got the piranha teeth or something. Not 100% sure what goes on there. Not aliens though. And then you got in the second one, all the Agent Smiths versus Neo. And it kind of looks like a video game. In fact, they did make a video game, but that was on the first one. But then three, they just killed everyone. That's what I liked about it. They ended it by going, the whole Matrix died. Wait, does that mean everyone who was a battery died? This makes no sense. What are you talking about? Yeah, they just switched everyone off. Why didn't you just do that to begin with? I guess that's why they stopped at three. Because if you go any longer, it doesn't make any sense. And you can't keep the illusion going. We keep making up stuff to add to the Matrix and now we're realizing it was a stupid idea to begin with. (laughs) Why is everyone in the same Matrix? Why doesn't everyone just have their own? That'd be way easy to control. That would be. Then you wouldn't have people freeing each other. It'd be like, you know how everyone's on their phone? We're already there. Why not just do that? Or even put some people in solitary confinement. If you think that they might escape, then just put them in a version of the Matrix where everyone else is fake and they're the only real person. Yeah, like in the white area where it doesn't matter where you run, it goes nowhere. Why don't they just put people in that? (laughs) don't get what the problem is. But then I guess they got to program all the program people and that would take time. It's just easier to dump a bunch of people together because then they can just be each other's NPCs, I guess. So they treat humans like a cat farm. Just chuck them all in the box. It'll be fine. (laughs) They'll figure it out. No, that does make sense. Yeah, I'm overestimating humans. (laughs) What if aliens rocked up to the Matrix? Now that's the twist they should have done. Zion beats off the robots and then suddenly these aliens rock up. If they said Matrix 4, Mars Matrix. (gasps) Yes. They go to Mars now. You've got me. (laughs) You have me. They have a fight on the rings of Saturn in the third act. (laughs) Which, none of these here, but quite possible. Robot aliens. I wonder the calculation of this where they tell you the number of reports. So how many people have reported alien abductions? Five... 
So 203 people have been abducted by aliens. Um, Pre-1985. It actually says at the top of it. I didn't want to ruin your intense calculations, but it's a survey done of 203 abductions pre-1985, which is important because that's before like the internet and stuff. And I was just born for a year. Uh, So it already gave me the answer at the top there if I just read the survey. Yeah, but you're doing so well on the calculator. I didn't want to interrupt you. (laughs) I was very proud of you. Like he's doing math, sort of. (laughs) Uh, So they just asked 203 people people who'd been abducted yeah and five went mummies <laughs> which means that there's possibly a lot more mummies out there <laughs> all right so this next one we get more tables that's always fun this is claudia covo's brazilian alien typography these are brazilian aliens because okay. aliens mean from another planet <laughs> but this is specifically the ones that went to brazil like the predator so they don't have predator aliens on here yeah no there's no oh would it be the the humanoid beta human like beings up to two meters tall no 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 they'd be gamma because they're more than two meters tall aren't they they're huge i don't know how big a predator is they're just tall as fuck how big is predator (laughs) seven feet tall so he's seven feet tall ah crap so they see if it in meters so now i gotta do more maths seven (laughs) feet meters yeah so over two meters tall so they're a gamma but there's only been eight percent of those that have been claimed in brazil which is brazil known for their abductions well that would be the predators eight percent of people see predators that's fair enough well i don't know there are a lot of people they're known for their abductions but not usually their alien abductions yeah (laughs) i mean because when stuff like that happens isn't it god did it like that's a very catholic country they don't really have like alien abductions they have miracles the same thing i just said this before delta animals and robots etc three percent so would you line animals and robots together because that's what i think is weird on this page where they do the groupings well it's three percent you have to break it up somehow so my cat and my computer is basically the same thing yeah totally (laughs) they're objects you own and have to look after that keep crapping on your life I probably spend more time with the computer. You have little control over either. <laughs> yet you seem to be constantly very involved in <clears throat> keeping them happy. Although, uh, this is how I reckon it's lumped together. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of people claiming they saw aliens. So you were abducted. It was like an animal. <laughs> like a rabbit? <clears throat> yeah, or like a fox or something. How did that abduct you? It was very persuasive. Or, yeah, I was abducted. It was like a machine, like a fax machine. My printer abducted me. A transformer. There you go. <laughs> But what if a rabbit did come in to abduct you? Like you woke up and there's this little white bunny on your chest and it speaks English and it's like, I am an alien from a billion light years away. I am here to abduct you and take you back to my planet. Alright, first I play it very cool, hoping it doesn't know how many rabbits I've shot. <laughs> it's the first most important part. Does he know I've killed his brothers? I think that's probably the best scenario of alien abduction. <laughs> a cute little bunny like, hello, I'm all knowing. I like you. <laughs> all aboard the rabbit ship would you be offended if i patted you right now <laughs> like is that a down thing i reckon they'd enjoy it please scratch behind my elongated ears yay that's why robots and animals are put together in the alien abductions because they're both equally stupid whatever was a mix of both it was a bunny rabbit but it was in <gasps> some sort of robot costume that it was controlling like a cyborg bunny or yeah like krang in- yeah like krang from ninja turtles but it's a bunny instead of krang <laughs> come with me i am here to take you to my planet Dude, did you eat a rabbit? (laughs) I am the rabbit. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would throw you for a little bit. Wait, I'm confused. Do I look at the robot's eyes or your eyes? Is this like, you know, when you go to Disneyland, you're not meant to look through the mouth. You're meant to look at the fake eyes. Whatever makes you comfortable. None of this makes me comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this is comfortable right now. Can you come out so I can pat you? Negative. Oh, man. You can pat my robot. You don't get what patting's about, do you? <laughs> then you find out that's how they mate. I just impregnated your hand. What about the Omega aliens, which no. are energy beings? Balls of light. That's you, cool. If you claim you met a ball of light, you've done acid. Mitch Hedberg, last time I did acid, man, I saw these beams of light and I could hear these cars. <laughs> 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 That story is probably more common than you'd realize. <laughs> but but yeah. no, if a beam of light just appeared in your room to abduct you. Oh my God, am I dead? No, I'm an alien. Do you think the light planet would be solid? Like what if they said they lived on Jupiter and they were taking you back to their planet? That's not going to work. <laughs> How did you get here? Granted, you can travel at the fastest <clears throat> speed there is because, you know, no matter. <laughs> your wavelengths. But then why would you need a ship if you're light? None of this makes any sense. That would be a good question to ask if you get abducted by aliens and taken back to their planet is what's the oxygen situation there <laughs> i've been told we're quite strict on what we need specifically <laughs> not too much not too little i don't want to get the bends yeah i'm attached to my gases <laughs> <laughs> it's very important yeah they've made it very clear we kind of need that <laughs> you can live in a little tank that we have i mean then i need to know about water but i got three days to figure that out most important and first important oxygen then we talk about water then we talk about food and then we'll start asking about you know like soft drinks and stuff and television and toilets i hear you guys have a good show called out of sync <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be abducted by aliens you're going back to their planet they have all the technology whatever you bring do you take your dvd collection i know you don't have dvds just whatever you have that's the equipment do you take a hard drive of shows with you <laughs> do i pretend you're asking this question 10 years ago yes so essentially what you're asking is would I take a bunch of media and stuff? I'm assuming like songs and yeah, like, movies yeah. and TV shows I can take. I'm asking you Guardians of the Galaxy cassette tape question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't take any sci-fi movies because that would just be life now. I think that'd be the funniest and you <laughs> could make the most profit selling it to <laughs> them. You know when you watch 60s sci-fi and you're like we actually have those things now and they don't look anything <laughs> like that. It'd be like that to them They're like you think that's how you break the speed of light you idiots yeah. so primitive they think star trek is a comedy <laughs> she kind of is it's their three stooges <laughs> beam me up scotty you have no idea look how slow that teleporter is it just happens instantly man have you seen the sigma ones though very short beings about 0.15 meters tall so 15 centimeters at what point do you say that's possibly not an alien no that's the borrowers yeah that's the under earth people they come out they <laughs> leave stuff for you and they take stuff. Yeah, and mine just keep taking stuff. Are you saying you were abducted by gnomes? <laughs> so yeah, were these people abducted? Nothing 15 centimeters can abduct me. That's... They would have to try really hard. Even if a bunch of them did it, I feel like I'd just swat them off. They need some serious technology. But this is 1%. They're saying 13, 14 people had this happen in Brazil. That's... Is Gulliver from Brazil? No, the Gulliver's travel. Oh, sorry, no, one or two. Yeah, Gulliver, well, he must have been there at some point. He went to different <laughs> worlds when he woke up. He was in the Nordic world and then he was in the Sigma world. That's just how that works. They didn't have aliens in books back then. And there were horses that ate people or something. 
something. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, something that's 15 centimeters tall. Yeah, I'm not being abducted by that. Wait, are the Smurfs aliens? Because they're possibly blue. they're blue like the avatars. Well, they also only have one gender. Well, they got Smurfette. Yeah, but she's a genetically engineered one. That's right. Yeah, Gargamel made her or something. Yeah, so she's not a real Smurf. Apparently, they're all dudes, and they seem to have no problems reproducing because they're a fuck ton of them. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. There's old ones and young ones, and I guess they are a superior life force. <laughs> I think as soon as they think of a new activity, a new Smurf is born. Yes, as soon as we find another stereotype, either another emotion or another job that needs to be completed, which would be really convenient. Like, you got the guy with the pencil behind the ear who builds stuff. All right, we need stuff built. Hey, there's a builder. Yeah, the second you need, like, a garden tended, hey, there's a gardener. You're garden Smurf now. Although that sucks to know that you're brought into existence with a predestined occupation. Like, don't worry, you'll want to do it, but I just want to be created as a Smurf when they discover television. We need someone to watch this TV. Yes, I'm the best Smurf. (laughs) Smurf bury me. Though if you were a Smurf, would you get Smurfing annoyed at having to say Smurf every Smurfing second Smurfing word? Now, I find it really Smurfing that I get to say Smurf all the time because coming up with different adjectives and nouns really Smurfs me off. Wouldn't that just simplify your life? Hey, Smurf dude, hand me the Smurfer, you Smurf and Smurf. Uh, I would want to Smurf my Smurfing brains out. Uh, I'd be happy as a Smurf and Smurf. <laughs> yeah, I feel it would get old quick. I mean, we've been doing it for 30 seconds. I'm already bored with it. How did we watch that as kids? <laughs> they made a whole series of that. So they have reported technology. Now we get into the fun stuff. Because ultimately there are two kinds of technology reported. And this is what they say when they abduct us. There's the medical, but there's also the weapon. As humans, we are automatically like, what weapons do you guys have? Just for interest. <clears throat> Can we borrow one? Do you know what their weapon is? <laughs> what do they got? A black cylindrical device that is the size of a US number two pencil because the country's important and has a bluish light on one end. Kind of like a laser pointer. So is it like turquoise then? <laughs> Or is that greenish? Is turquoise greenish or bluish? Or is it, it bluish green? It's bluish green, yeah. It's, it's both. It's the ocean. <laughs> a bluish light. Yeah, like your computer light. But that's blue. That's blue. not bluish. Oh. The ish throws me is pick a color. Is it blue or is it not? We have all the colors categorized. So these witnesses, we're trusting what they saw when they can't even tell us what color the light was. They're like, it was bluish. And like, what do you mean ish? ish? Was it like more greeny? Was it more reddy? No, it was like blue. <clears throat> Ish. Because I do feel it would have to have a tinge of green in there to be bluish. If you want your alien abduction story to be taken seriously, you have to avoid suffixes like ish. You can't say ish anything. They were human-ish? No. Tell us what you saw, you prick. (laughs) Okay, so this number two pencil that shoots light out of it. And it numbs the... (laughs) It says, makes up D's by numbing the will. Numbing the will. So it's just kind of like, you're laying in bed and you're like, that's it, I'm gonna fight you. They flash you with this weapon like, ah, I can't be Fuck, fine, I'll come with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Just makes you not care anymore. You're just like, Ali, I'm, I'm going with these guys. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> all right, whatever. I guess that's fine. I want one of those. That's the greatest weapon on earth. It just makes people not bothered. Anytime anyone's arguing with you, just zap them. They're like, yeah, this argument's stupid. <laughs> I don't care enough to continue. I just don't have the will. <laughs> just a gun that makes people not give a fuck anymore. I've never heard of that before in my life. And instantly 
I agree. That is the greatest weapon ever. <laughs> it supersedes war and politics, as well as just general <clears throat> arguments. There is no level of conflict that doesn't work. Because <laughs> you have a bunch of soldiers and you point it at them and they're just like, nah, I can't be fuck fighting yeah. a war. Charge or whatever. Can't be bothered. All right, see you later. Yeah, I'm going home. We will sanction this as prime minister. I will not uh, let him in. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, just let him do what you want. Give him your stuff. Hey, dude, you <clears throat> crashed your car into my car. That was your fault. Uh, whatever, man. I don't care. I'm going home. Hey, you spilt my beer. Oh, I can always get another. Like, that fixes everything. <laughs> I need one of these. So if you ever get abducted by an alien, try and get their little pencil thing with yes. the bluish light. If you see the light is blue, it's ish. the wrong thing. That's too blue. You want blue-ish. You'll know it when you see it. Maybe that's the thing. They got two devices. One that's not a weapon that has a blue light. And the other one also has a blue light, but it's not as blue as the other one. It's off blue. <laughs> yeah. The blue one and the bluish one. Possibly creamy blue. We don't know. And, and there's a green one as well that it also doesn't really look like. So we're going with bluish because it's more blue than green. Oh my God. There's the blue light. Hey, is that your weapon that takes away people's will? No, it's a blue laser pointer, you dick. Oh wait, there's a bluish one. Yeah, no, don't touch it. That's our weapon. <laughs> but as soon as you take it off them, you zap it with them and they're just like, ah, you can keep, keep it. it. <laughs> Do you want the ship too? Hey, who's getting to work quick now? <laughs> they use it on their planet. They just go up to criminals and zap them with it. And they're like, yeah, I'll go to jail. It makes court irrelevant. <laughs> Cause even if you didn't do it, you're still like, ah, I'm guilty, whatever. <laughs> I can't be fucked. I'm going home. Yeah. It sounds like a, a whole rigmarole and I just don't have the will. It does sound like the easiest device to steal from them though. It's pencil sized. Guys, the butthole. That can go in there. Just be careful that you don't push the button when it's in there or your ass is going to lose all will. You are going to crap all over their ship. Would that make them less want to probe you? Like as a basic animal defense, if you crap yourself, are they going to leave you alone or are they more interested now? What if they start inspecting it? Well, I'm glad they're inspecting the poo and not me. Is that why they're doing anal probes? They're trying to get poo out? They're like, oh, thank God. This guy did all the hard work for us. <laughs> you can turn the vacuum cleaner off, guys. Or what if one of the aliens looks at his body and goes, make him do it again. <laughs> I think this one's broken. <laughs> he stopped pooing. He only went like nine times. Quick, feed him the Mexican food. <laughs> Give him a curry. We've learned this. This is what four decades of alien probes have figured out. Butter chicken. <laughs> That's all they know. I was abducted by aliens. It all kind of smelt like a korma. Okay, so it's not an alien test. It's just like scientists from Earth. They pay you, say, a grand to be part of a study. All you have to do is eat stuff that will give you diarrhea for a week. And Ooh. they just want your stool. Collecting diarrhea is probably the hardest poo to collect. They set you up with a special little hotel room thing that has a custom toilet. Yeah, I'd do that. I mean, I've had weeks like that where I didn't get paid a thousand dollars. I've gone through worse and more degrading stuff than this. Yes, that I brought on myself. You know, when you eat something, you're like, this is not going to come out happy. This is going to destroy the rest of my week. But it's so damn delicious. I mean, curry's awesome. And so is Mexican food. So yes, I would definitely do that. I'd do that for 50 bucks. Actually, speaking of hot food, did you ever see a place that was in Cannon Hill called Off Your War Burger? No. They sold what they claimed was the world's hottest burger. I heard about that in Wellington.
Wellington Point. Wait, where did I say Cannon Hill? No, I did mean Wellington Point. You're right. Hey, how about that? And I had friends who tried it and I tried two bites of it because they only ate like a little bit. So I'm like, yeah, I may as well try this thing. Oh, it's awful. It's actually a pretty good burger. There's that little delay that you get from chili. So that you're like, oh, this is actually, oh my dear God. (laughs) And then after a few seconds, my eyes were like 90% tears. (laughs) (laughs) You know that when like your eyes swell up, there's water just flowing out of them. Your nose is just running like a tap. You're like, Mm. why do people make food like that? (laughs) I don't even like to chew hard things. I like my food pre-chewed and so bland. Things should be sweet or, you know, tasty. You know what my favorite food is? Because some people brag about like curry or I like a hot curry. You know what I like? I like to get a whole nest of fire ants and just shove them in my mouth. Yeah, that's yummy. I'm a man. (laughs) Well, what if we had a bet? We get two of these burgers, world's hottest burger. It's going to be torture with every bite. Yes. And you play, I guess, Russian roulette or chicken or however it works with it. Bite for bite. We each take a bite. The first person to not bite bows out. So it's not like who can consume the most. It's take a bite, chew together, swallow together, take another bite. Because my first instinct is just guzzle it down in that half a second (laughs) as much as possible and then bow out in possibly vomiting. I will tell you straight up, I don't do well with spice. You'd win. No, I wouldn't. I do even worse with spice. Now I'm interested to do it. (laughs) Because I'm like, there's no way. Like, Ali is really good with spice and she emasculates me every time we have any kind of spicy anything. See, Shannon's no good with spice and I wasn't really good before her, so I didn't really miss it. And since I haven't had it in, like, years, even small things will (laughs) make me go, wow, that's hot. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, my tongue is burning! (laughs) All right, I'm actually interested to do this now because when two complete wusses sign up to do something, it's like the jackass videos, except there's two people in extreme unriving pain. There's no winner. (laughs) We're both going to have a bite and that's going to be it, but there'll be, like, ten minutes of footage of us like oh my god I want to die milk <laughs> milk <laughs> and that was part of the challenge there too you weren't allowed to drink anything which I couldn't do it if you gave me like a giant milkshake I wonder if this place is still there because their business model is we're gonna make the dining experience so unpleasant that people are gonna queue up to be here <laughs> well I had a friend who rushed out to go eat that burger because he thought he could handle it and then me and another friend we got like burgers while we were there and watching him torture himself with a burger. Upon a further study of humanity, makes absolute sense. Just the logic of it is not there, but if you understand how humans work, which these people clearly do, I heard of a pizza place that made like a hot pizza. If you can finish it, you get another one. Another hot pizza? Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah, I know. It's like, if you can stomach it, no one can finish this. It's so hot. But if you get through it, we'll give you another one. Why would I want another one? Well, your taste buds are gone now, (laughs) so it doesn't matter. It all just tastes like styrofoam. Uh, what do they got as far as medical? A pencil-sized cylinder. What? With a light on the end that was reported to be reddish. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was just had a light on one end that has been independently reported in at least two alleged abductions. Oh, if two people said it, it's true. Aliens have pen torches? <laughs> no! Where do you think that technology came from? Men couldn't invent pen torches. That's true. We wouldn't have thought of making a light small and conveniently to hold. I mean, maybe a regular torch, but not a pen torch. That's yeah. too small. Like one of those dolphin fat cube things. Yeah, that's man. That's definitely a guy thing. (laughs) Plausibility and ferocity? It just says none. (laughs) It may as well. Whenever someone's written a thing about alien abductions and they put a title plausibility, Mm. you know what their stance is. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, this is completely implausible. Yeah. The small showing for monstrous types and the fact that they concentrate in less reliable cases should disappoint skeptics who look for the origin of abductions in the influence of Hollywood. That's a good argument against it. Very few abductions are claimed to be monsters, so it's not people influenced by movies. I that mean, is a good point. Except for all the alien movies <laughs> and the mummy. And there are monstrous aliens. And people watched Thor and saw that. Yeah, exactly. Nordics everywhere. I'm amazed that that had the greatest impact on aliens, to be honest. <laughs> Apparently, aliens are blonde. That's all we know. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Ben? <laughs> I'm totally an alien. Yeah, that's right. I figured as much. It explains everything. Your inability to withstand chili. I'm in a disguise, but not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not their top man. That's why they left me here. <laughs> Now, here's something I am interested to know about the geography, because it seems aliens cross billions of light years of space to get here, and they all want to go to regional America. <laughs> And Britain. Why? You gotta see England. You gotta check out Stonehenge. That's their culture. They're just checking up on it to see if it's still there. Not a lot of Egyptian ones. Yeah, you'd think they'd want to go back and check on the pyramids. Oh, and it does say here the British abductions are usually the Nordics. Ironic. <laughs> they are so close to Scandinavia. Are they talking about aliens from outer space or just illegal aliens? <laughs> well, now that they're in the EU, I think the sightings are gonna go down a lot. They're out of the EU, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if Scandinavians are in it. That sounds like Europe's problem. It really does. But the South Americans, they say, are usually bizarre creatures and like hairy monsters, which I've seen a few Brazilians and oh, what, they're hairy like everyone else in your country? And it says in North America, they have large head ray aliens. Do you think it's just because Americans do tend to have large heads? Yeah, but the thin is what gets me. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. They should be abducted by like Jabba the Hutts. Yeah, but you know how America is obsessed with being skinny. Of course their aliens would be skinny. That's true. They're all photoshopped. <laughs> so why you can't see any real photos of them. They've all been photoshopped. It's not putting the alien in there. It's making the alien look more presentable. All these alien photos you claim, we've discovered they've been doctored. Yeah, the alien's actually really fat. <laughs> <laughs> But it is a real alien. It's just not that attractive. Why would anyone be interested in alien abduction unless it's a sexy <clears throat> alien abduction? I like them big headed with no nipples. I didn't know that South America had a lot of alien abductions. Although mm. they do produce and have a lot of drugs go through their country. I think the ice epidemic is kind of in line with these <laughs> abduction claims. It does say that all of these accounts have a lot of things in common with stories with fairies, demons and other magical creatures. So they're plausible too. Although you could say that all fairies and stuff, because, yeah, they're about 15 centimetres tall, right? Mm -hmm. Before humans understood space, why would they think that they were aliens? That makes sense. Or there's no aliens, there's just always been fairies. It says here that the first time this was ever done on fiction was Buck Rogers, a oh. comic strip. So oh, he yeah. invented alien abductions. In 1930. Buck Rogers in Out of Space. Space, space, space. I've never seen that, but apparently, yeah, alien abduction. Yeah, we figured out there was a space and then suddenly there were people in it and then people getting abducted by him. <laughs> Man looked at the skies and thought, I wonder if there's life out there and I wonder if he's out to get me. <laughs> we must get them first. Welcome to humanity. That's how it works. When Christopher Columbus looked across the sea, wondering if there was another landmass, he thought, I wonder if they're going to try and kill me. I best bring an army. <laughs> and will. he was right to do so. <laughs> and that's why we have corn and tobacco. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what did you think of this page? It's a short page, but it's powerfully packed. I learned stuff I didn't know. I really did. It was great. I'd have to rate this a bluish light out of a possible hairy dwarf. Because <laughs> how cool is that? A bluish light? Why is it blue-ish? <laughs> and it stops your will. I didn't know that that existed. I mean, I didn't know people claim it existed. You know what I mean. I didn't know that Brazilians claim to be abducted. That doesn't sound very South American to me. I mean, who are they reporting it to? Who listens to them? I didn't think they had enough scientists. I thought this was fun because I learned so much about something that doesn't exist. <laughs> That's my favorite. Ben, what did you think? I really liked this page. I always enjoyed talking talking about aliens. Out of all the pseudosciences, it is probably the most plausible. I mean, not what they claim, but the, the fact that aliens exist. Yes. Yeah, the fact that aliens exist. Because I'm pretty positive leprechauns, unicorns, and ghosts don't exist. Well, if unicorns don't exist, how do you explain all the dead trolls? <laughs> Same with acupuncture and healing magnets. <laughs> And horoscopes. Yeah, oh no, they're real. And David Icke. <laughs> yeah, he's not real at all. He's a lizard. That's right. You should know that by now. So I'll give my rating out of 1930 because apparently that's when the whole thing started. I'll give it an 1880. Ooh. So it's pretty good. It's a good page. Not the best we've done, but the best we've done today. It was nice. I learned a lot today. I mean, stuff that's never going to be useful ever in life except to go, you know what I heard some idiot say? Yeah, that sounded like I was criticizing the page. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was good. 3% of Brazilian abductees were by robots or rabbits. Yeah, I want to see the breakdown. They should have animals and robots as two different ones. I like the idea of it being like, maybe it's both. It's like the Terminator, but it's like a cat. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Meow. But it isn't only animals and robots. It's animals, robots, etc. That's everything. <laughs> Except for what's been mentioned, like energy beings and 15 centimeter people. So what's left? Just non-human or energy-based things. So animals, Robots, vegetables. I was abducted by cucumbers. <laughs> well, the lettuce and the rabbits are at war. That's true. I believe the lettuces are getting slaughtered. <laughs> it would not be a fair fight. Rabbits reproduce quicker too. And yeah, cabbage, no defense against the rabbit. So what else have we got to plug? Check out the YouTube. We're releasing stuff. That's always good. Facebook, stuff like that. Hit us up on Facebook. Some people have been nice enough to say hi. We say hi back. Please do that. Join in the fun. And you can see Garth's post when we release the episode. He puts up a little picture and something fun about each episode. There was one out about this very episode. You can look at it right now. If that's not how you found the episode, huh? I wonder what the picture's gonna look like. <laughs> See, that's like your story. <laughs> like I have the show notes where I put like my little story at the thing. Yes. You got the Facebook one. <laughs> yeah, we've both got different versions. You have a nonsensical, <clears throat> only makes sense when you read it paragraph. I have like two sentences and a picture. Yeah. <laughs> They're summed up differently and you get different takes from it no matter how you go. Yours probably advertises it better. Yeah, yours is definitely an afterthought. Yeah. As in, you should really only read it after. Yeah, scroll down to the show notes and read them now. You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> he does this every episode. Since wrestling. Yeah, don't check the <laughs> earlier episodes. I'll have to go back and do them someday. I always appreciate a joke that's just for one person. Even if it's not me, I can respect that. Uh, and also check out humidor.com.au. That'll have all our stuff on there you can see the videos podcasts I say podcasts we may have more than one you'll have to check we don't but check <laughs> yeah check it you never know go there and while you're there download more episodes and leave messages can you leave messages on the website uh no okay then don't do that but there's an email address and there's the Facebook yeah all that's in the show notes too you can check that down the bottom I have all the emails Twitters web address Instagram Facebook YouTube find us and leave us messages it's lovely to hear from you all alright well 
well, we might wrap it up there. All right. I've been Ben Graw. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next episode unless you get abducted or something. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. The, 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 oh.